0: Welcome to Don't Tell Baba, the conversational podcast with Middle Eastern flair. My name is Nude. My co-host is Shireen. Today, we have our emotional support, Sada to help us through this difficult weekend.
1: Hey, hey. I'm going to allot us 10 minutes to talk about the coronavirus. Oh,
0: jeez. Okay, I need to start. I legit need to start. Okay, I am down to three rolls of toilet paper <laughs> and oh, not a shit. Single...
1: <laughs> Oh no!
0: The not a single
2: store. Dude, oh,
0: literally, not a single store has a single roll of toilet paper. To Can buy I just
2: understand like... where this toilet paper thing came from.
0: Yeah, like I actually know the legit reason.
2: Share. Okay,
0: so a paper mill in China stopped operations Mm -hmm. and then people thought that because the paper mill stopped operations, one paper mill, Mm -hmm. they were like, oh, my God, shit, there's going to be a shortage. We're going to they're going to stop making toilet paper. We need toilet paper in case we're trapped at home for a long time. So several problems with this number one that paper mill is not the only paper mill in China and it is most certainly not the only paper mill in the world and it is not the only supplier of pulp to toilet paper makers like there's no actual shortage in toilet paper production but people's fears and overpurchasing and greed have we seen this story before Mm -hmm. has caused a shortage
2: for the rest of us (laughs) my god well, even sanitizer. I mean, I told you the story with my, you know, sanitizer ordering experience
1: from Amazon. <laughs> yep. No, do you know what? I did read um a different reason for why people hoard toilet paper. And apparently, mm-hmm. it's just the most common response to hysteria. For some reason, psychologically, it's the most common response.
0: But toilet paper.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it is what it is. But I mean, I don't know. First of all, I'm Arab. So I'm like, you know pull out the bidet is what I'm saying yeah like, <laughs> I'm unaffected by this I know that if I run out of toilet paper the shattafa exists and we're fine
2: <laughs> that's what my mom like when my mom first moved here she's like what the hell are these people they don't maybe shut <laughs> I like, literally okay so
0: So to clarify to our potentially non-Arab or non-shattafing listeners, uh, (laughs) a shattafa is a, uh, it's a bidet. And, and this is crazy. There's a product on Amazon that has become so popular and it's just a, a bidet, shattafa, that you like attach to the side of the toilet and it gets its water from like the same pipes that the toilet gets water from. So like, buy that instead of toilet paper.
1: I agree with that. Right? Okay. Is
2: China still producing that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yes, but as we know, the spread of coronavirus is not to be blamed on a single country or a single group of people. Um, the racism that began in these systemic failures is what has led to such a widespread and terrifying pandemic Um, people have been dealing with this badly and we're pissed off
2: Mm. yes i told you uh the other day when i was watching cnn live and you know when you see these comments on facebook going like one after the other and i saw this one girl post um china is our enemy we blame china for this and i'm like really girl like what
0: dude on the community facebook groups up here i saw shit being like oh it's a man-made virus made by china and spread and it's like no 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 oh no 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 For
2: what purpose? no
0: to rid the world of quote unquote overpopulation or like i don't know shushu why 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 are, why are people like this
1: um i don't know Maybe because, here's the thing, a lot of people don't understand how novel viruses come to be in this world. And so making up a reason makes them feel a lot more secure, even if that reason is rooted in, like, racism.
0: (sighs) Yeah. So the coronavirus is not a new virus. It's been around for what, hundreds
1: of millions, hundreds of billions of years in animal populations? Yeah, so we're looking at a new strain of coronavirus, and it's kind of like, you know, we have a different vaccine for the flu every year because we just have new strains of the flu. So it's the same thing. Unfortunately, this one is especially sneaky and evil, and that's okay. We'll be fine. I have other coronavirus concerns. That are less about the coronavirus.
0: Okay, but can one of you guys please mail me toilet paper?
1: Dude, I cannot (laughs) because it's sold out everywhere in Los Angeles. And also, what did we just say about the shataffa? What's wrong with you?
0: Oh, you're right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So wait, did, did we tell did we tell them what exactly we're doing on Reddit? No. No. Go ahead. We are going to be on which subreddit? Am I the asshole? that's the one that's the one and we are going to say once and for all uh who's an asshole and who isn't and i'm an expert on this and i will not be argued with let's do
0: it she will most certainly be argued with okay do we want to do hot posts or controversial posts
2: Hmm. Let's, let's do controversial yeah, that sounds fun. You will be argued with.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I have thought on my side, so yes, usually nice I want side with that one.
0: Everyone's I got it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. um Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend that I want a threesome? Yes.
1: Hmm. No, absolutely <laughs> not. If you can't tell your partner what you want, like, nude, what nude. the read, fuck are you doing? Read, read, the okay. whole, read the whole story, though. Read it, read it.
0: So our three-year anniversary is coming up and we can't go out for dinner due to the outbreak, so we decided to spend it at her place and make food. She keeps pestering me. What gift do I want? I tell her I don't want gifts because every time she goes overboard and spends more than $100, and then a week later she complains she can't pay her rent, so I have to step in. I've told her this, but every time I bring it up, she just makes this face and refuses to listen to me. This face is an anime crying face. Okay. So I tell her, <laughs> so I tell her I don't want anything, but she keeps bugging me about it. Eventually, I just get fed up and say, "A threesome with your cousin? Fuck no, buddy." No.
1: Oh, uh, I told oh my god. Sa- Sada knew, but also <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Her Sada knew. knew. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Her cousin is hot as hell, though, but I'm not going to do anything about it because I'm faithful and she knows this. She gets mad at me and says I'm an asshole, but I tell her it was a joke and to stop being annoying about gifts you can't afford. She then kicks me out of her apartment. So was I the asshole?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <sighs> yes.
1: I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah, even dude <laughs> said yes. Yeah. Look I at remember. how misleading, look at how misleading that title hey, was, by we, the way. You know,
2: you're right it was stance on the whole thing right like obviously i'm i i personally don't support that but if i i was to be objective here okay or subjective which one Mm -hmm. objective objective (laughs) um okay so if i was to be objective here you don't choose a person that's like within your family or your close friends yeah never it's just if you chose some random person i'd be like okay but like it it complicates things even more and makes you more of an asshole that you chose her cousin and said to her, hey, yeah, I think she's super attractive.
0: Um, I do want to say one thing. Um, there are friend groups who participate in sexual activities with each other. Obviously, we're not talking about people whose lifestyles involve their friend groups. We're talking about in general for most people in monogamous relationships They don't necessarily want to hear that somebody close to them is considered attractive by their partner.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Mm -hmm. So this person's the asshole. And I just want to clarify why this person is the asshole. Not for asking for a threesome, but for asking about it as a joke purposely meant to annoy in response to something his partner was already insecure about. So this conflict style is absolute assholery and this person needs to learn how to be in a fucking relationship.
1: I have another thing to say. What part of social distancing don't people understand? Yeah, I was thinking
2: <laughs> when you're we so because are we all locked out. Like, okay, so inviting some other person to the mix is
1: better. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Let's just exchange bodily fluids during this pandemic. I hate this person. I'm sorry. I'm out. <laughs> Would I be the
0: asshole if I tell my feelings to the girl who told me about the person they like? This one's good.
1: Okay, what's the situation?
0: Okay, background. I am an introvert who doesn't talk to people unless they talk to me first or if I find them interesting. There's this girl who started talking to me and I found her interesting to the point where I actually enjoy the conversations with her, which is pretty rare for me. Problem. She likes a guy and she has told me... Wait. Oh. She likes a guy and she has told only me about this stuff, apparently. She showed me her texts with him, and it's clearly evident that he likes her back. So my stupid brain made me say, you should ask him out. Pretty sure he also likes you back. All of this happened when I was harboring feelings for her. I didn't mind it in the beginning because these feelings didn't bother me with my day-to-day life. At this point, I have to keep doing something productive the entire time to keep it off my mind, and it's draining my energy, forcing me to give up on recreation. I have reached a point where I am suffering from a burnout syndrome. Pardon? Pardon? Okay, would I be the asshole if I tell her about how I feel about her? Because that is the only way I can move on properly without having her on my mind, especially after I asked her to ask someone else out. I personally think I would be a douche if I do it. P.S. She keeps talking about how nice he is and stuff almost all the time now. And as far as I know, she has been having feelings for him for almost the same time as I have had for her. Um,
1: I don't think he should tell her. I think this dude needs to shut up. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on is this girl in a relationship
2: with the, the guy? It's, it sounds like they're starting something up. Yeah. I don't know. Like the romantic in me goes like, you know, what if, but at the same time, like it's a little offensive to the, like the new relationship to do something like this. And I also,
1: yeah. And I also want to say, I don't know that telling her will help get this off his mind. Uh, like That sentence kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, dude, you may be opening a can of worms that you will not be able to close with any kind of ease. I actually have a teacher-based response for this
0: person. Ooh, okay. You sound 15 years old. You may need to see somebody to discuss your mental health because you being unable to focus on recreation is not burnout syndrome. It actually sounds more like major depressive disorder. Mm-hmm. You also sound like a small child because this texting relationship and hiding secret crush feelings, that's that's high school at best, if not middle school. None of this is anything. Tell her <laughs> or don't tell her. It's going to be a distant memory in 10 years for all of you involved.
1: Yeah, I do have some concerns about this person feeling like they can't do anything fun, like or can't enjoy hobbies because of this. Mm-hmm. That's that's a problem. Side of- that that's a thing. We, we you know we watch these movies, we
2: read these books, and it's always like that one. Fr- I don't know if he's her friend or like what he is to her exactly. But friend. like you know, friend. Yeah, okay, I thought so. That's a thing. Is it worth ruining your friendship mm. over this, knowing for a fact that she probably doesn't feel the same way? I mean mm-hmm. yeah because she's speaking so
1: highly about this other person right. you know unless she's- in his
2: head he like a typical guy you know sometimes
1: he's
2: <laughs> probably thinking oh she's just trying to make me jealous she just wants me you know how they twist the narrative in their head yeah maybe this guy is doing that but it doesn't sound it sounds to me like he really he has acknowledged it but at the same time it's like nope I still want to go ahead and say it even though I think that's a bad idea
1: Yeah, I I honestly think that he should not say anything to her. She sounds like she's really excited and happy. And he would just be introducing a lot of confusion into her life. Just let her be happy, dude. Like, if you care about her so much, let her be happy. I agree, but I
2: must say it's a hard situation. Oh, for sure. So
0: how do you you advise him to deal with it?
2: (sighs) Distance himself from her, at least till, you know, the feelings are gone. Like, he can only see her as
1: a friend. And also, I kind of want to get into this idea of that, of like his definition of introvert. That's, mm, I don't like that because as someone who's like a little bit introverted, you like, you have social anxiety is what it sounds like you have, which is different to me than introversion. It is. And so based on that, I think this like inability to talk to people first is... Yeah, that's like social anxiety and again like counseling therapy is super helpful and also I want to say not talking or talking or befriending people unless you think they're interesting mm-hmm. this, is, this is the case for everybody but mind to not be super judgmental from the get-go
0: I was just about to pick up on that one. And I actually have something different to say about it because the Mm. way this person said it, and I think this person is, um, I think he called himself he. Anyways, he said, I'm an introvert who doesn't talk to people unless they talk to me first or if I find them interesting. So here's the thing. You can talk to people first. You're just being a douche. Like, you think that you are edgy and cool and you are holding yourself to this catcher in the rye standard. <laughs> you sound 16. You're 16. It's okay. You're 16. It's fine.
1: What are you doing on Reddit, Holden? Get out. <laughs> Holden! <laughs> this catcher and the in the rye BS. Like... Actually, like, but don't be so judgmental and act like people. Also, people don't have to prove that they're interesting to deserve your friendship or attention. I'm sorry. Hold or on. Or conversation.
2: So. Guys, I feel like we're being too harsh on this guy. What if he just doesn't click with everyone? And I think by maybe by him saying interesting, is just him, like, clicking with certain people and he finally clicked with someone and... I'm in love with her and he can't express his feelings because she's in love with someone else I mean I feel like we're being a little hard on this guy see Shereen see Shereen I'm not always the devil's advocate (laughs) yeah I feel bad for this guy I mean it's hard.
1: yeah Sada it's hard but like it's also you always need to try to help yourself too you know like it's like it's not this girl's fault that she spoke to him first or that she's wonderful no, and interesting you know like this isn't her problem i'm sorry Don't forget like there's this guy might be
2: friends with other people that are saying you know go for it what mm. if you know like that's a thing people around you sometimes encourage you to do stuff like that
1: i think that he should talk to a counselor if he has access to one because the social anxiety could be making this a lot worse Yes and the social anxiety could be making him
0: think that the fact that he's getting along with this one woman means that she is the one for him. Yeah, but there, if you, you deal have- with the social Yeah, but if you deal with the social anxiety, you might be able to be like, you know, out and meet other people.
1: Yeah, that that's also something that was on my mind. Like if you are this socially anxious, this unable to connect with people, it's really easy to see why you might think that this girl is the one because, you know, she's paying attention to you. She's interesting. She's cool. But like, how many girls do you actually know, my dude? And, uh, you, you know, there could be girls out there that you don't know who aren't in the same situation as her. Uh, You know, in a like new budding romance, but like I genuinely think that he shouldn't ruin that for her because she she's so happy like what the hell. Right or ruin a
2: friendship with someone that's, you know, obviously means something to you.
1: Yeah, and take responsibility, take responsibility for the fact that you told her to pursue this other person.
2: Right. You should have, you know, probably spoken up before it got serious if you yeah. really wanted
1: to. It's, it's genuinely not her fault. She probably thought to herself, like, oh, my God, he's so supportive. It's so nice to have a friend like this. You know, she she doesn't owe you anything else. Uh, and don't ruin her good time. She's like, it, she's having a good time. And I support number her. one. <laughs> oh, my God. She ends up married to this dude. Like, no, unless...
0: <laughs> Unless she's like 14, in which case, like, you know, take it easy.
1: I mean, take it easy, yeah. but also let her have a good time, right? Damn. Of
0: course. <laughs> of course. Um, by the way, I've been telling students to listen to our sex episode episodes. Every time they ask me about sex, I'm like, oh, just listen to this <laughs> podcast.
1: You're just getting the counts up. She's doing God's work.
2: <laughs> Yo, we're charting, dude. Yay. Very exciting. Yeah, no, guys. Thank you. Just remember, I'm the number one fan, and anyone else who says that is a liar.
1: <laughs> this is true, she, though. You really are. Really
2: it, it is
0: true. She's our number one fan and our favorite guest.
2: Aw, thank you.
0: Always. All right. This next one is like, I like the title. Like, I'm into the title. <laughs> am I the asshole for cutting Tim out of my life? Who the Who's Tim? T- <laughs>
2: If you question him, then yes. <laughs> like
0: I I'm so intrigued. I'm like, who's Tim? What the fuck did Tim do?
1: <laughs> okay, what did he do?
0: It always seemed like no matter what my boyfriend's best friend Tim did wrong, my boyfriend always defended him. They have several mutual friends, and one of their longtime mutual friends, Brittany, is a cam model, and Tim would call her a slut and a whore and other derogatory names like that pretty often whenever, she, whenever there was a disagreement between them, and she finally cut off contact with him. Several of their other friends also have stopped hanging out with him over time because of the way he is. He has a serious drinking problem, which probably contributed to his terrible behavior. One of the first times I hung out with him, he was drunk and wanted to get in his car and start driving. I rushed over to him and grabbed the keys and he started yelling at me and said, don't you ever fucking take the keys out of my hand or something along those lines. He was in denial of the fact that he was drunk. Well, fast forward about four years later and he gets into a horrible car accident where he slams into a tree while driving drunk and amazingly he didn't die. I'm half black and everyone else is white and Tim is definitely bordering on the line of racist. I have confronted him myself in front of my boyfriend and my boyfriend just wants to stay out of it, which really pisses me off. But that was my breaking point. We had asked Tim multiple times if he wanted to move in with us, and he would just beat around the bush and kind of play the maybe card. I did not ever want him to move in with us, but we desperately needed someone to help us pay the rent. Since he was being so wishy-washy, we moved on to asking my uncle, who is mentally ill, and that's another long story. I could write a book. And when Tim found out, I found out that he had talked badly about me behind my back, saying things to my boyfriend like, tell your girlfriend to get a job, good luck with her schizophrenic uncle, because apparently now he was being kicked out of his grandma's house and needed somewhere to live. This was after the fact that we had asked Tim to move in like five times over the course of a year, and my boyfriend finally said to him he had no right to talk to us that way, especially after we gave him so many chances. I was completely done with Tim, and I never wanted to speak to him or see him again, and I had definitely given him too many chances over the course of our relationship. A year later, Tim has tried to make amends with my boyfriend only. I know that my boyfriend wishes that I would hang out with them again, but I will absolutely not put myself in that place again. I don't care if my boyfriend hangs out with him. That's his own business and he can have his own life. But for me, it's a no. Nobody wants to be the person that stands in the way of their significant other and their friend, though. And I just wonder if I'm being irrational or if I'm being completely justified in my
2: choices. Oh, I think she's being fine. Uh, she's totally fine. <laughs> like he, he sounds like a toxic person. And she, the, the nice thing about this, though, she respected the fact that this is her boyfriend's friend. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to get in the way. But at the same time, she wanted nothing to do with it. She gave the guy chances. He obviously wasn't really a good person to her. So, yeah, I'm all with her. She's not the asshole here.
1: No, I think she did exactly what she was supposed to do. So, I also think she's
0: not the asshole, but I have some stuff to add. Um, I personally have been in this woman's exact position hmm. twice.
1: Geez. Two times.
0: Wait, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Thrice. Oh my God. Thrice. Three friends of Mike's are people with whom I no longer speak. Okay. One of those people is still one of his very best friends in the world. And I completely understand that because the disagreement wasn't based on this other friend's behavior. It was based on like a specific disagreement that I had with this person. And it wasn't Mike's beef at all. Okay. So that's one of the people. That's one of the three friends that I don't talk to because whatever. That's another story completely. The other two people, though, are this exact situation. There was bad behavior. There was late night um, hospital trips to ensure that one of these people was safe on my part. There was late night phone calls after this person returned to an abusive relationship that we helped them emerge from. Um, So that's one of the people. The other person, so one of the people became toxic in that no matter how much we tried to help, that help was not respected and whatever we had helped that person Leave or be pulled away from, they would return to and then come back to us, expecting us to pull them out of it again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's one of the people. And that person has actually reached out to both Mike and myself recently. And I personally am interested in pursuing reconciliation with this person.
2: Yeah, but see, here's the difference this person reached out to you both, and the story that you were reading he only wanted to reach out to the friend he didn't really reach out to her to apologize for his behavior so, so that's the
0: other person yeah the other person was frightening misogynistic stalking their ex-girlfriend tried to get a gun license severely mentally ill and refuses treatment he made very suggestive comments to me and about me to mike um while in this person's presence so like the same like toxic behavior that tim displays and that person i was very clear with mike from the beginning i did not like him i did not like mike hanging out with him i did not like the fact that this person even existed in the world Mm -hmm. neither of us talks to this person anymore and they have not attempted reconciliation thank god but sometimes i wonder if like i'm the asshole in the other two situations you know So, like, it's easy to question yourself when you're like, but this is a person who my partner, like, loves very much. What am I not seeing in them that my partner sees in them? Or, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but sometimes people behave differently, like with, you know, like with you versus with, you know, let's say Mike or your significant other. I mean, you can't click with everyone. You know what I'm saying? So like maybe that person just wasn't clicking with you or you just had like a bad vibe about this person. And eventually maybe, you know, your your significant other might see that or that person doesn't behave that way around them. So it's all good. So I guess it depends.
0: I agree. It does depend. It's a hard situation. Like partners, friends is a topic of discussion that we don't address much because like, okay, I'm going to pose a question to you guys. Okay. How important... Like in the dating world, in the romance world out there, how important would it be to you guys who a potential mate was friends with?
1: I think there's just a lot of variables here. The thing is, I'm really um, politically active and politically set in my ways, I guess. Mm -hmm. And if I had a partner who was friends with, say, like a raging Trump supporter, it would really make me question how much my partner cares about the suffering of marginalized people and how much he cares about the cause, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I completely get it. Like, that would be your trigger point. Yeah, and similar to that, you're not going to have friends who are, like, Islamophobic or racist oh, because, yeah. again, like, it, how much do you actually care about people like me? Is the question, actually, because if I were not your partner for in this hypothetical situation, would you care about me? Would you be fighting for my rights or would you be saying, yeah, but he's a nice guy otherwise while I struggle out in the world, you know?
2: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Sada? For me, yeah, you know, Sheree made a good point. Like if someone's like, you know, hanging out with people who are racist or stuff like that and it just it just would be kind of odd like especially if this person's like from a different culture or whatever because it's like okay well how are you like how do you agree with that and then you're with me it's just it just kind of doesn't work like it makes you question mm-hmm. things but um on another note um if like if there is a person like you're asking if basically you know your partner is friends with someone that you don't necessarily like right Mm -hmm. how would that affect you yeah well depends on how often like you have to see them right like if there's Mm -hmm. like a guy night out and whatever and i don't have to be involved and i don't necessarily like this person i don't really care as long as he's not a bad influence on my partner
0: okay here's another one i'm gonna ramp it up okay you have no problem with your partner's friends they're on the same political wavelength they are respectful they are a diverse group of people they're a pleasure to hang out with. And one of them brings in a partner who is just not the not the kind of person you enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nobody in the friend group likes this person, really. Let's say. this is entirely hypothetical. But, like <laughs> nobody in the friend group is like that besotted with the person, but everyone, like, kind of tolerates them. But you're getting to a point where, like you legitimately can no longer be in a room with this person without becoming, like, very agitated.
2: I would just talk to my partner and be like, you know, if there's um, outings or like events that I have to really be around this person, I'd rather not. But if you want to go ahead with your friends and enjoy it, then feel free. But I I don't have to expose myself to that kind of energy. It's just it's not for me. I'd just be honest with my partner.
1: Yeah. And nude, like there are a lot of degrees of separation here, right? Like this is the partner's friend's partner. Um, yes. And so it becomes very much out of my scope, basically. No, but
0: you all hang out in a group is my point.
1: I know. I know. But it's still there. It's still like, there's just too many degrees of separation for me to actually like do anything about it. Like But you're thing. good friends
0: with this partner. It's I fine. mean, you're good friends with the friend.
1: I mean... Then it's outside of the scope of the Reddit then, because we're talking about like your partner's friends. I could very easily just have this person as a friend outside of my partner and I consider them a friend outside of my partnership. Then I would okay. say something to the person because I always do, but knowing that people usually don't listen because they really have to experience the worst of it themselves before they, you know, get with it. Um, there's really nothing I could do. Like Sada said, I would just Create some distance, as is my right. And like very mature. We don't always have to like. For let's say, for example, you
2: and your partner want to invite this person over because you really want to hang out with this person. I mean, does the girlfriend really always need to be there or the other? Yes. what the I fuck why. what the hell they just are okay it just so
0: happens
1: you were friends with this person they I got was, a they partner the partner sucks and everything no, you are purposely making this a very difficult question <laughs> you can i'm I doing was, no such I know thing why was asking this question. i see you i see you and i see what you're doing i know <laughs> that's
0: my bad that's uh, my bad all right all right all right Ooh. Am I the asshole for telling my husband to leave?
1: Why? Yeah, are you ready? (laughs) Okay.
0: We have a three-month-old baby who still wakes up pretty frequently throughout the night. I didn't start working until recently, so I used to be the one waking up all night. However, I started working full time and it's been getting hard to wake up every two hours with him. My husband is an extremely heavy sleeper and doesn't wake up for anything. So I asked him to feed the baby right before he goes to sleep around 11 and then in the morning feed him while I get dressed for work. This would allow me to get four straight hours of sleep before he wakes up again. However, this hasn't happened once. It's not that my husband is going to sleep when I do. He stays up until 11 to 12 each night. He just puts it off until he passes out before doing it. The baby wakes up at midnight and it takes an hour to feed and get him back to sleep. Then he'll be up again at 3 to eat. So if my husband doesn't feed him, I'm up from 12 to 1, then 3 to 4, then back up at 6.30 for work. In the mornings, my husband has been refusing to wake up and feed the baby, instead claiming he'll take him to daycare later, only to freak out five minutes before I'm supposed to leave and tell me to take him without feeding him. I refused and left. My husband ended up being late for work. Last night, my husband once again fell asleep without feeding the baby. So when he woke up, I pulled the blankets off my husband and turned the light on. I said that if I couldn't sleep, neither could he. When my husband said that all I do is complain, I told him to leave then. I feel bad about it, but I'm exhausted and I don't know what else to do. I would rather go stay with my family that's going to be able to help at night than stay with him.
2: This poor I'm woman. sorry, but I'm with her. I'm this poor he woman. Sounds like so, he sounds so selfish. I agree take
1: responsibility for your
2: child both of, yeah the kid like is your kid too it's not just hers why is she doing all this? and honestly it sounds like she just asked him for this one thing yeah just one thing and but okay, even if she if, didn't if even if she didn't one. this is his baby too true but even if you okay you messed up one time Fine. You messed up a second. How 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 you know how many times? It seems like you're just taking this woman for granted. Two
0: things. Thing number one. Why the fuck does somebody have to go to work three months after having a baby? That is fucking insane. That woman should be taken care of and not worrying about money or finances. That's number one. The baby is three fucking months old. There should be a maternity leave that protects her for at least a year. Number one. In an ideal world. Number two. Throw the whole ass man in the garbage. Just the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just this one, this one is a trash man. There is no fixing him. It is not your job to fix him. You're raising a literal baby. You don't need to raise a man baby. Don't even tell him to leave. Literally ball him up and put him in the trash and wait for him to be picked up on Monday fucking morning.
1: Piece <laughs> of shit. Yes, I, I agree with that. This woman is so tired. She's reaching her breaking point. And- I mean, Nude, you're right, like she should get more maternity leave and, you know, like vote Bernie 2020. But, you know, that's not the case for her right now when she is working and, you know, they need an income to live. And her husband, like, he's like, my man, this income is going to your joint bank account probably. Pull your weight a little bit. What the hell? It's
2: not just that. Like, how do you see someone you love suffer and is always exhausted and not want to like kind of help? And your baby, your baby needs food. He just sounds like super
1: selfish to me. I just want to slap this guy. Yeah, I hate like, <laughs> this guy. Is this Tim? Is this is this? <laughs> listen, <Tim?
0: laughs> listen, if this man is like suffering with like a mental health issue that makes him legitimately unable to get up and do things and he's having a hard time finding a way to connect with the baby, maybe he's depressed. Like that's the only circumstance under which I would be like, take care of yourself, dude, so that you can actively participate as a parent. But in any other situation, you should never, ever, ever have orgasmed inside a woman if you weren't ready to wake up and feed a baby. You I piece agree. Shit. I agree. Come in a condom.
1: <laughs> and, you know, Nude, that said, like, if he does have mental health issues, um, it, it can't be her problem right now. She's so tired and the kind of hormonal things going on with a woman, the emotional things she goes through right after birth, it's a lot. At three months, she has not recovered from this traumatic experience. You know, she's also going through it. She's likely to have
0: shit on a table in the past three months.
1: Exactly. So this, so she's also going through it, right? And this cannot be her problem on top of the fact that she has to care for a very young baby. I hate this guy. I feel stressed for this woman. I'm so stressed for her. I hope she it has a family. There. I hope she has a good. I hope she has a good support system.
0: I mean, she said that she would rather go stay with her family, who could help, and I think that she absolutely should.
1: Yeah, oh, I agree. This dude, you know, tell this dude to hit the bricks. I hate this man. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. This is Tim. <laughs> Tim, Tim got kicked out of the friend group, and then he got kicked out of his own house. Fuck you, Tim. Fuck you, Tim. All right. Am
0: I the asshole for snapping at another woman? I am also a woman. After she referred to my husband as her gay best friend. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. What? Is she Okay. To clarify some things, my husband and I are both bisexual. No one can usually tell that about me, but on the other hand, my husband is very feminine flamboyant and basically the stereotypical gay man he also speaks with the so-called gay voice almost everyone assumes that he is gay when they first meet him unless i'm there to introduce myself as his wife what i'm trying to say here is that yes it's very easy to perceive my husband as gay and not bisexual and that is the reason why i snapped my husband has this straight female co-worker let's call her sarah mm.
1: <laughs> great Sara. change her name change obviously
0: her name. fake name it says obviously fake name. I'll call her uh, Samayed.
1: Oh, what? What? Like the dog?
0: I'm calling her Sam.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Okay. Let's call her Sam. The first time I met Sam was at a party where all of this went down. Why did I choose the most masculine girl's name I could think of?
2: It's okay. It could be Samantha.
0: It, yeah, okay. Just You're say right. Samantha. Okay. Samantha. The first time I met Samantha was at a party where all of this went down. My husband had never met up with her outside of work, and the few times he had mentioned her was mostly him complaining about her being too clingy and overbearing at work. He described her acting in a way which, to me, sounded a lot like she had a crush on him. During the party, me and a few other people started chatting. Samantha was one of those people. The LGBT topic came up, I can't remember how, and I mentioned that I was bisexual. To that, Sarah said... Samantha says, Oh, I have a gay BFF. His name is, insert my husband's name. I asked if it was husband's name from husband's workplace, and she said yes. I told her that clearly he didn't consider her to be his BFF, as otherwise she would have known that he is bisexual and married to a woman. She looked taken aback and asked me for proof about him being one bisexual and two married. I just pointed at my wedding ring. A few of the people with us, mostly me and my husband's mutual friends, burst out laughing and Samantha looked extremely humiliated. Well, after that went down, my husband never complained about Samantha being too clingy or overbearing again, so I guess something positive came out of it. What made me snap was that I knew that this was the woman who had been making my husband's work days more stressful by being so clingy to him. But my intention was never to humiliate her in front of other people. And that makes me feel like I might be the asshole. Am I the asshole? Um, Also, there is an edit. Do you want to hear the edited added information? Sure. Some of you have asked why hasn't my husband told her that he's married? My husband isn't even friends with Samantha, they're just coworkers. According to my husband, they've never had any kind of meaningful conversation together where something like that might come up. I don't think that it's odd, as I have never mentioned to any of my colleagues that I'm married unless the topic specifically came up or if I tell the story which includes my husband. My husband works in an industry where it's not possible to use any jewelry on hands, so all rings, bracelets, etc. are banned during work.
2: My question is, though, why is she calling him her gay best friend if they don't really talk much? Right. Like, is she fetishizing him? So, like, what is she no, doing? I guess, is someone being dishonest here? because Someone's being dishonest. Someone. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. I don't know who. Me either. Someone. Because why would this girl just call him her gay best friend? And then this guy is
1: saying, "Well, I never talk to her. I don't know much. She's so clingy." So, so it's either it's either that he does talk to her a lot, but he just thinks he's being friendly. You know, he's he doesn't like perceive it as a friendship. Uh, this could be very much white nonsense on her end. You know, the <laughs> fetishizing a gay man and being like, "Oh my god, I want a gay best friend." Like that's very much white nonsense. <laughs> yes, so, it is. Uh, but regardless, she did deserve to be snapped at because he's not gay, you know. You also, you also don't get to
0: ask for proof of a person's sexuality. Like, absolutely fuck you.
1: not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck you. It's like it's like me going around being like I'm queer, and people being like, "Uh-huh, prove it." And it's like I'm not, I'm not. No.
1: Yeah, just no, I don't you. Think you need to prove anything to anybody. <laughs> exactly thank you so you know i feel like this girl she's not the asshole i feel like she was provoked to do this yeah uh and that's okay i'm just i i'm just we we won't know nude we won't know who's lying we won't know (laughs) i want to know you can't and regardless the situation is what it is and she snapped and she was right too so yes I'm I'm good to leave it at that. Okay. Shall
0: we do one more?
2: Okay.
1: Make it a good
0: one. Am I the asshole? I'll read you several titles and you'll tell me which one you want. I'll read you four titles. Okay. 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 Title one Am I the asshole for standing up for my boyfriend to his family? Or am I the asshole for wanting to be paid? Or. Would I be the asshole if I called out a coworker who always guilts everyone in the office into sharing their food but never shares any of her food with us? <laughs> or, or am I the asshole for declining someone's request to go ahead of me in line?
2: I actually like the first one.
1: Yeah, let's go for
0: the first one. Let's do it. Okay, I met my boyfriend's parents today, and they were just awful to him. He didn't tell me anything about it beforehand, so I was pretty surprised. One of the first comments after we walked through the door was his mom saying she was surprised he got a girlfriend and that she thought he was gay. He didn't respond. Then throughout the whole dinner, they all talked about, all they talked about was his older sister and how amazing she's doing while basically trash talking my boyfriend. Oh, your sister got a raise. She makes 200,000 K now. No, 200 K now. And how's your electrician stuff been going? Oh, your sister just bought a house. It might be nice to not have to rent, huh? One comment, his mom didn't even try to disguise, and I just flat out said that he should see a psychiatrist to figure out why he's such an underachiever. My boyfriend never said anything in response and just sat there looking dejected. I barely even got to say anything until the end. It was just a constant stream of thinly veiled insults. Finally, at the end, I got sick of it and asked if they're always terrible people or if they were just feeling like assholes today. His mom got all (laughs) of (laughs) them.
1: Okay, go off. His his mom
0: got all offended and indignant, and his dad yelled at me. Afterwards, my boyfriend got mad and yelled that I shouldn't have said anything, and that now they're gonna hate me. And now they're gonna constantly talk about his rude girlfriend, and that I ruined everything. I don't understand what I did wrong here. Was I just supposed to let him take it? Am I the asshole?
1: No. This girl
2: sounds like a keeper, honestly.
1: she's amazing his family they're they're I'm assholes sorry, yeah there's something going on with that family and there's like he, family dysfunction. yeah and he um and he probably has grown up with this and probably thinks to himself i need to choose my battles or pick my battles and then in doing that he's picking none of them because they probably don't go anywhere but in the, if i were in her situation i I certainly feel like I would be the type to be like, can you guys fucking stop it? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can sit around
2: and with like, you know, I meeting this person's family, this person that I love and seeing that they're treating him like this. I don't know if I would be silent about it. Um, I don't know if I'd react exactly like her, but I feel like I'd definitely make a comment. Because yeah, it just doesn't sound... You could
1: you could do something a little more polite. You could... Right, like, right. Or, or you could pivot to some of your boyfriend's right, achievements. Yeah, pivot. exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say that. That's what I, I would do. Me too. So I would pivot. Like, it'd be like, oh, like, how's your electrician work going? And I would pivot and be like, oh my God, he's been so busy. And exactly. he's in line for a promotion. And because mm-hmm. honestly... So, and I'm speaking now as a very wise, sage person who talks to Trump supporters daily. Mm -hmm. Killing them with kindness breaks them apart a lot faster. They can't say anything against you. Mm -hmm. And they they basically got nothing, right? Yep. Yeah. I was actually going
0: to say everyone's the asshole.
1: I don't think she's the asshole. I think she had she
2: probably just like she was just so upset by everything that they were saying that she re- she reacted. But she had his okay, best maybe, interests in mind. Yeah, I think so, of too. Course I, she I did.
0: I don't think she's the asshole because of her intention. Here's why I think everyone's the asshole. This family is a bunch of assholes because they are clearly just god awful parents. So fuck them. Mm hmm. She's also the asshole, though, because this is the first time she's meeting the parents of the person that she loves. This is an opportunity to learn about the person that she loves. And what she just learned is that he doesn't stand up for himself. And she Mm. needs to make a call about whether or not she's okay being with a person who doesn't stand up for their own damn self. Because believe me, if my partner didn't stand up to themselves with their parents or my parents, I'd be out. Yeah, the time when you first meet the parents, that's not the time to solidify a commitment. That's the time to see if you're even interested in one. Mm
1: -hmm. Because
0: if you don't like the parents, you're gonna have a fucking massive problem ahead of you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, A fucking massive problem. It's true. You need to like your in-laws. I love my in-laws. My in-laws are amazing people. I get along with them great. The first time I met them, everything I learned about Mike's family made me love Mike more because those were values that I could get behind. If that's not your experience, when you meet your partner's parents, you need to decide if that is a life that you are willing to live and a fight that you are willing to fight for potentially the rest of your life.
1: I, w- I will say, though, that sometimes like it, I understand why people would want to fight that fight, because there's really no accounting for like abusive parents or weird. 100 percent. So 100 percent. But in this situation, this kind of maybe gave her a look at how her boyfriend is in situations like this where he could stand Mm -hmm. up for himself but doesn't choose to but given that it's family drama it could be so much more layered than that has he stood up for himself before what happened what was the fallout we have no idea number three he's the asshole
0: because of how he reacted to her well-meaningness
1: so she's an asshole for
0: Yeah, she's an asshole for putting her foot in her mouth because she did put her foot in her mouth and made a decision that was based entirely in anger. If she wanted to say something, she should have started talking before. She said that they didn't let her speak. I'm sure that she could have jumped in somewhere to say something. She waited to get too pissed off and then had an angry overreaction. And that's going to make the relationship hard. So that's why she's an asshole. He's an asshole because instead of standing up for himself against the people who actually upset and hurt him, he decided to turn around and stand up for himself against the person who tried to defend him, which is just projecting your anger outwards. And that's the kind of person he is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree
2: with that part, but I, I don't necessarily agree with the part that she really is the asshole for waiting so long. Because the thing is, she's meeting the parents for the very first time and she's probably like first of all nervous Mm -hmm. trying to assess the situation and trying to make sense of it so she's like oh maybe like maybe in the moment she's like oh okay I wonder if they're gonna say something good about him I wonder if the story is gonna change I want you know like a million thoughts could be going through her head and she's trying to process and then you know when it got too much she's like okay you know what no
1: you
2: you, know that's the thing though
0: yeah totally totally and I and again, that's why I say like it was an instinct that came from anger and mm-hmm. that's something that maybe she should explore between herself and her partner or just within herself. Like if that's how you respond to conflict and I'm, I'm saying this from a place where that's how I have responded to conflict for a very long time in my life. Mm-hmm. If you wait until you're at snapping point, you're being an asshole to the person you're snapping at. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. Dude, but that's that's genuinely something that you learn in therapy, which is going to lead me to my point. Her boyfriend needs to go to therapy. He has some family dysfunction that he needs to unpack. Oh, yeah, Good guy. Yeah, His. I, I feel bad for him. You know, I, I feel it must suck to be kicked all the time. Listeners, tell us what you think. Who's the asshole? Are we assholes? <laughs> we're not assholes i've, I've do you guys I have, I have been called an asshole a few times
0: okay do you guys have an am i the asshole story where you legitimately want to know if you're the asshole
1: oh oh i knew no, really me I, <laughs> I have one i have one okay share so two days ago, and I already told you guys about this, but it's fine. But two days ago, I had like a really hard day um, because the coronavirus was declared as a pandemic. All of a sudden, there was all this misinformation going around. And as a scientist, nothing bugs me more, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they were like, oh, you can work from home if you want. But obviously, we can't because we're scientists. So I was like, thank you. This is so helpful and cool. Um, and, and then so there was that. I um, unfortunately had a lot of texting interactions that were very bad because I text for Bernie's campaign and I just somehow got assigned to Kentucky and that just did not go very well at all. Um, a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of people who um, threatened violence against me and against Bernie Sanders. So I was really... What the fuck? Yeah, dude, like I'm telling you, Trump supporters have never heard of ignoring a text. Something in them's like, I must respond. I'm like, please just ignore me. Anyway, so um, and before anybody asks, it's because I'm texting all registered voters, right? We can't know what party affiliation they are. Um anyway, so I had like a very tough time. Um, I had a couple of people tell me that they'd rather go lick a doorknob in China, and I was like, I will buy you. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that's not even funny. It's not. I think a lot of them said it, so they must have seen it somewhere, and then I was getting it copy-pasted a million times. So it was very hard. I was so irritated. And then I had an electrolysis appointment, uh, because to everybody listening, I am Arab, which means I grow hair in unfortunate places. And uh, <laughs> so, so I'm getting electrolysis on my upper lip uh and it's going very well. I I guess I was never I'm not actually like particularly hairy uh but you You're know not at all. No, but I you know I thought to myself if I could not wax that would be cool, right? Um of course. so I went and I'm lying there and I'm like crying because my pain threshold is like zero my tolerance threshold is like non-existent (laughs) Uh and I'm just like so cranky and I'm like I just need to go home right I just need to go home and be alone and not talk to people and uh my my lady is like oh like can can you work from home and I was just like well um at you know I can't because I'm a scientist and she's like what kind of scientist and I just said stem cells because that's the simplest way of saying it to people who are not scientists And then she told me that uh, Catholics don't support that kind of research because stem cells come from aborted babies. And I snapped at her. (laughs) I did. The misinformation is just fucking so rampant.
0: I'm going to make a claim here. Mm -hmm. Shireen is not the asshole. People who don't know anything about anything are assholes.
1: Yeah, I guess a part like a part I feel like in a, on a different day, I would have been more willing to educate in a gentle way. But because of the way the day had gone, I was like, I, I was just like, it's like one comment away from just absolutely losing my shit. <laughs> and then I was just like. Uh, and I have to quote my friend Chris here because it was so funny and I told him the story I was like Chris what the hell like I got told this and he's like tell her you have to crack a couple of eggs to make an omelet <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I was not nearly as as intelligent I just snapped at her and I don't feel very good about it and she didn't ask me if I wanted to make a follow up appointment so I might have a mustache forever you guys I just don't know <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute she didn't ask you to make a follow-up appointment. I don't know if I offended her. Uh, I may be hairy forever probably but also uh, I'm gonna text her anyway and be like when's my next appointment
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, good call.
1: But I mean did she accuse you of killing babies? It was a roundabout way of doing it and a part of, and I my, I was also like I don't even work with embryonic stem cells right? like for, forget the fact that they don't come from aborted babies from the get go i know very few people who actually do embryonic research so what are you even saying what are you talking about
0: this this is this is what i mean people hear one headline and they're like this must be the truth and then they're fucking done
1: yeah like and and the thing is like maybe a part of her doesn't want to continue doing electrolysis on me because uh she thinks that i work on aborted babies or the way I responded, but like I said, I'm still going to pretend that nothing happened and ask for another appointment. <laughs> that is a good idea. I, I support you. You know, I I, I just don't like I, I could have been gentler. I know, but it'd be like that.
2: It'd be like that.
1: Yeah. How uh, about that Did you, know? you think?
0: Have I ever questioned if I'm the asshole?
2: Honestly, to like, I I have a hard time answering this, and you really, you of all people know why.
1: Because you're not an so, asshole, and you never have. Yeah, been. Yeah. yeah.
2: I yeah. go. I I hate. I'm not. I'm seriously not promoting myself here, but I really go out of my way to not ever be an asshole, and sometimes it's it true. ends up affecting affecting me more than anything else. But oh. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so, uh, I'm sure at some point someone thought I was, maybe, but...
1: I doubt it. I doubt it, too. I, I very much doubt it, honestly. <laughs> like, they would have to be, like, grasping at straws. <laughs>
0: Thanks, guys. So for me, it's the opposite side. I like you, and and like you as well. I also go out of my way to ensure that I'm not being an asshole. However, when I am an asshole, I don't need to question whether or not I'm an asshole. I know I'm being a fucking asshole. Like, I know. And I'm probably being an asshole for a reason. So if you've ever thought, wow, Nuit is an asshole. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, can you're,
1: be. You're protecting yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. sure. I mean, here's the thing. Like, the temptation to be a jerk exists. And, you know, it's there for all of us. I sometimes yeah. feel it. A part of me is just like, God, I just want to be an asshole right now. But but you know I can't <laughs> <laughs> that truck was being an asshole right there exactly that wasn't a truck I think it was like someone's car or motorcycle but um <laughs> but you know it's just like it, it the temptation is there all the time and that's okay like it's okay if you if your first thought is to be an asshole as long as you don't like actively do it
2: I have to say that sometimes it's absolutely necessary um... I don't do it as often as I probably should. It would save me from a lot of things um, and feelings. But um, I feel like it is something you need to do, especially if it's affecting you and people are taking you for granted
0: mm-hmm. because you're being
2: too nice. So mm-hmm. I feel like there is a, a, you know, there is a point where you just need to be.
1: I agree mm. with you. I agree with that. Yeah, well, the good news is I've never been accused of being too nice, like a little evil goblin. Everybody hates me. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. I'm kidding. But like nobody has ever accused me of being too nice, that's for sure. But it, the, the sad thing is that being too nice is like, it's not a great thing to be because people take advantage true. of it like oh, nothing yeah. else. And that's so sad because everybody else is the asshole. Yeah, it's unfortunate. People don't know what to do with mice. People take so much advantage of my time mm-hmm. and energy. Uh, and sometimes when I feel that, I just, you know, put my phone on. Do not become disturb. An and I don't become an asshole. I create distance. It's actually, ah. actually, as much as I joke, it's really hard for me to actually be mean to someone.
0: That, sur- that surprises me a little bit.
1: Oh, nude. I like have a whole, like, uh, crisis of conscience every time i'm a little bit mean to someone it's hard for me too actually like i thought you meant
0: it's literally hard and i was gonna say no you have the vocabulary and the sharp tongue to make it
1: um, <laughs> no, no, I, feet of I, I can absolutely do it and i can pull it out of thin air but i it, you know it's not someone really has to be pushing me like they have to be like pushing me to my limit before i actually mm-hmm. do that yeah yep
0: yep 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 i I completely agree. However, if I am pushed to my limit, I don't feel bad after that. I still feel bad. I have a lot of guilt. I, do. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I at some point in my mental health journey, I got to a point where I no longer feel guilty for protecting myself.
1: That, that's good. I think that's really possible. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Too.
0: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just sometimes you just have to fucking come first.
1: Yeah, I'm I mean I I only hope that we can all reach that point in our mental health journeys. Um yeah. 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 Everybody I hope go to therapy. Everybody go to therapy. I'm on my way. Sign up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if only we had Medicare for all. But everybody go to therapy. That's like literally every time you read me these Reddit posts, I'm like, therapy is the answer. There is no other answer. Everybody go unpack. Save yourselves. Yep. Yep. Okay. Do we have any final thoughts?
2: Where do we start? Like with what? <laughs> what's going on in the world? With the, <laughs> <laughs> with the assholes of the world? <laughs> like... I don't know. I, I kind of want to put
0: out like an all points bulletin to everyone to be like, let us know how you're doing. Let us know yeah. what's going on in your community. Keep us informed. Um, we're we're curious we're interested we wish everybody safety and well-being and social distancing and the ability not to have to shake hands and we're very grateful to the healthcare workers on the front lines globally
1: uh, we really are and you know i saw this like a uh, tweet that's like now that we can't shake hands we're going to have to start bowing and curtsying to each other again and i was like my time has come I'm I actually so excited. Did,
2: like, this, foot, this foot move dance thing with my brother
1: oh that's cute sorry I was gonna say what are you guys doing to flatten the curve like because we're stuck indoors and there's not a lot of things to do so what are some fun things that you do that we can tell our listeners to also consider doing so they don't get frustrated
0: So I've actually been reading several lists that were written by teachers for what people could do with their kids. And I posted those to my personal Facebook page. They're Google Docs that have been circulating. So I'll try to figure out if we could post them to Instagram somehow or to our own Facebook page. Um, But Shushu, what ideas do you have?
1: So I have like a whole laundry list of things that um that I can do actually I know a lot of people struggle with being alone so this is a really good time to reflect on why that may be I'm a big proponent of being alone and learning how to be alone um mm-hmm. because you know if, if you're fine if you're fine like that you're like totally secure you know it's awesome but some things you can do uh you should read reading is very good reading will pass the time like nothing else um Netflix. Uh, I'm gonna work on my novel if I have the emotional energy for it. Got my closet. It's spring, basically, so everybody can get started on their spring cleaning. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna be doing. Yeah. If if you have a bunch of time, you can join me in texting Trump supporters, getting cussed out. It's it's funny sometimes. You know, in hindsight, I'm gonna be like, haha, that was so cool. That one time I got told to get fucked, and um. What else can I don't do? know, dude. That stuff, like, I end up taking it so deeply personally.
0: Like, it upsets me for weeks when I interact with a fucking bigot. Like for weeks,
1: I'm like, yeah, okay, that's why I
2: just don't bother, because I I just can't do it. You know, I what, can't Nude? do it either.
1: Yeah, dude. But the thing is, um, I'm fighting for them too. All of these policies that I deeply believe in, they're for them as well, and I have to remember. I agree. That. Yeah, I agree completely. And so it's not their fault that they live in this country. It's not their fault that they live in like rural areas or that they are less educated, that they have not has as much privilege as I do because I am in a position of immense privilege where I can think about these issues and dedicate time to thinking about these issues. And people may not Mm -hmm. have that time. And so I'm fighting for them. So they tell me to get fucked. And my initial reaction is like, well, fuck you too. But then when I think about it, I'm just like, you also deserve universal health care, and I hope to God you can make ends meet until there. That's can I, I tell you a there. story? Yeah,
0: on one of the strike days, I was in a rural region. I was at a school that I enjoy very, very much. I love the kids there. I love the teachers there. Um, I like I like supply teaching at this school that I obviously won't name. Um, So I was picketing with them. And again, this is like a rural area, which is more conservative. And as we're like on the sidewalk, because obviously we can't be in the street disrupting uh, traffic, as we're on the sidewalk, I hear our strike captain say into the bullhorn, everybody get off the sidewalk, get onto the grass, please let the pedestrians pass, please let the pedestrians pass in like a very sweet, friendly voice, because the, the strike captain is just the loveliest man on earth. So. We all get off the sidewalk to let these two people pass, a man and a woman. The man smells bad, looks disheveled as fuck, is clearly not sober. It is the middle of the day on a Wednesday. And this man walks down the sidewalk past hundreds of teachers with both middle fingers raised up high in the air above him, walking through us, repeating, Fuck you! Go back to work, you unemployed fuckers! And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Sir, that the education system has failed you so badly that you are pissed drunk in the middle of the day telling the only people who care about the fucking children of this community to go fuck themselves. I had to hold myself back so hard from literally sticking out my booted foot and tripping him and watching him fall face first onto the fucking pavement.
1: <clears throat> I am still fighting for that person, Nuramson. <laughs> Yes. I, I we just cannot selectively um, fight for some people, not for others, you know? No, but we can be deeply hurt and upset by the way that those systemic
0: failures Absolutely. impact us now.
1: I mean, dude, like, it's not that I don't get upset. It's that I've gotten so used to reminding myself that it is for everybody and not just for me and people of uh, just like me, you know? Um, of and course I, not. And I get upset. I get disappointed. I um and but that's just the way it is right a hundred percent I just I just
0: get deeply hurt it just it really hurts me yeah
2: like if I see sensitive racist stuff or like I feel even though it's not directed at me I feel hurt by it like I you know it just hurts you and some like I choose not to react to it obviously but still Mm -hmm. deep down it's like why
1: yeah, and it's we can't really answer those questions. All I can do is just not engage, uh, respond, oh, yeah, respond respond a lot, a lot more politely. Just be better than they are and move on.
0: It's good advice, and if you are hurt deeply by these things, it is good to remember. And I do remember those things, and I do go home and I do think about how. All of the fights that we're fighting are for everyone and for the betterment of the world and to ensure that people are less likely to get to a place where that is who they choose to be in the world.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We just need to set an example. And honestly, the things that I do, the things that you do, Nude, like they're not for everybody either. Like if you genuinely can't stand it, that's okay. You don't have to do it. You mean picketing? Picketing, volunteering, like you don't have to.
0: No, of course you don't have to, but it's a way to be civically engaged.
1: Exactly. I know that a lot of people don't want to be civically engaged, though. And while I don't agree with that necessarily, that is their choice. I get
0: it. I again, I'm always the one who's like singing for the underdog. And the underdog is usually that guy walking past a picket line that just got out of his way. Like and that's what hurts so badly. More than a 100 of us stepped out of the way for basically two people and their response to us getting out of the way was to be abusive.
1: It is what it is, Nude. Uh, If everyone were were as good as us, then we would not be picketing or volunteering in the first place.
0: And we'd have nothing to talk about.
1: (laughs) I, (laughs) I would be very mad if I didn't have a cause to fight to the death for, that's for sure. I just wish that the cause that we had to
0: fight to the death for was something less threatening. Yeah.
1: Yep. I know. I know. I got gotcha.
0: you. I... do you have any final thoughts for us, my love?
2: Be good people. Do yeah. good in the world. That's it. Fuck honestly. Yeah. Just be yeah. nice.
1: And You're stop right. taking advantage of nice people. Yeah, that too. What the hell? Don't be jerks.
2: Appreciate the niceness going around and be a nice person yourself.
1: 100%.
0: And if someone pushes you past the point be of... Be an
1: asshole. <laughs> just kidding. Here's the thing. You can
0: be an underhanded asshole, right? Like Shushu stand says. stand up
2: for yourself and just say, like, no. That's it. Kill them
0: with kindness.
2: Yeah. No, I'm I... sorry. Enough with that. Kill them
1: with kindness. Stop. It doesn't work. It works. No, it works for me. It works for me. I have talked down so many Trump supporters into having normal conversations with me. You don't even know.
0: I Yeah, it works for me, too, when I'm in schools.
1: Because obviously, I'm working with
0: adolescents who are still developing their worldviews and who are getting many of their worldviews from their families and their communities. And as we know, not everyone is a woke person. But for some reason, when I'm working with adolescents, it doesn't impact me in that way. And I'm not trying to kill them with kindness. I just am legitimately empathetic to being an adolescent. I'm not empathetic to being a grown adult who has never once thought about their impact on the world. I'm sorry. Think about your impact on the world. This has been yet another episode of Don't Tell Baba with a touch of coronavirus. (laughs) Welcome to 2020. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed it and hope you'll stick around for more. Our music is by Ahmad on Fiverr. His username is ch6k0r. Post-production is done by my husband, Mike. Thanks, Ahmad and Mike. Thank you, Ahmad and Mike. For more shenanigans, find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Baba Pod. If you want to drop us a line, call us at 53032 Hadam. That is 5303242726. See you next week. And remember, don't tell Baba unless he's the asshole. Oh, God. All right. Love you, shoe inside up.
1: Love, love you. you. I love you guys.
0: Oh, love you all.
1: We love you. Goodbye. Bye.